Kevin Lane, man, that's the kids. OCD motion twist. We're right here with Gag Order Radio. Hey, everybody, man. Shout out to Gag Order Radio. Here you know what it is. Yo, shout out to Gag Order Radio. It's your boy, King Loaf. Hey, this is Pacifier, and you're listening to Gag Order Radio. Shout out to Gag Order Radio. You're listening to Tomorrow's Bad Seeds here in Boston. Man, it's your boy's Planet Sticks in the Mix, holding it down with the Gag Order Radio Show. This is Gag Order Radio. Live, it is the Gag Order Radio Show here on the Gag Order Network. In studios, myself, Jay, and alongside me is John. Russians are a bunch of cheaters. And in the booth is a Russian. So are the Irish. Well then. We get away with it, though. I have a story right here. Have you not been following this? What? Russia, uh, the sprint team is banned from the Olympics. The ra- the uh, <laughs> track and, like, not the whole track and field team, but uh, marathon. Because they're always Russian? No, because they're... I uh, hate you. Uh, it's been proven state-sponsored doping. Well, the government, sponsored. the athletic arm of the government, has been doping their own athletes. Not only is it okay, they've been we've, like, we've been doing it ever since Drago. So Drago, I always thought that was just a name they made up for movies. No, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, no, but I always thought it was just one of those like weird names and that didn't Ivan. exist. Ivan's yeah. one of the five uh, male Russian names that is out there. So that's like naming your kid Judas. I want to get into this, you filthy, filthy cheaters. How is that my fault? Uh, I because you're the closest Russian. You're like the nearest one until we get to your mom. Hey, mom. Exactly. So I mean, your mom's not here. If she was here, I'd blame her. But <laughs> you were here, so therefore it all falls on you. Yeah, like. So I didn't know this was a story. I, I genuinely didn't know. When did this come out? It's just uh, the announcement to up Right now, um, the Russian team is banned from international competition. There was a question on whether or not that applied to the Olympics. And the Olympic committee said, yeah, we're going to uphold the ban. Uh, sucks to be you guys. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. You guys will do other things. You guys are the quickest shoppers. You should uh, do shopping spree contest. Putin says the ban is unjust and unfair. He said there are oh, universal. Yeah. They are there are universally recognized principles of law, and one of them is that the responsibility should always should be always personified. Are you having? He's putting his foot down. No, I don't know if they, I'm gonna if, slap you by the end of this, this show is, if you keep doing if that. If this is like Putin broken English, <laughs> or if whoever wrote the story is just terrible at grammar, <laughs> I'm gonna hurt you if you keep doing that. I swear. What? What are you doing? He's been making bad, two bad jokes, and we've only started. It's only been five minutes of the show, not even. <laughs> Jeez, why? Why do can you I have an my, issue uh, with that? It's I... on. Why do you have an issue with that? Are you saying that we should have that shopping spree game show? Yeah, yeah, like... the shopping spree game show, and uh, Putin's putting his foot down. He's putting his foot down. Dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> it just had. To, it, it was like it, I didn't even realize his name sounded like that until the end. I was like, wait a second. That's a terrible joke lined right up. Um. Anyways, we also have to address the fact that we have one guest on this show this week. Yes. Uh, we were going to have. Thought we had two. No, we were going to have eighteen. However, yeah, I know what happened. Uh. So, um, Scrizzly Adams is going to be on next week. 
So okay. for and all we have Chris somebody Adams else fans, we for do. that as well. We do. <laughs> yes, yes. So um, it worked out. Yeah, and and today we have Peter Cambor, sorry, a uh, guy from NCIS. Uh, he's also done a couple of other like sitcoms that were on TV. One where he played uh, an expecting father or something like that. But now he's got a pilot coming out. and He's going to talk about it. Yep, he is. Uh, which is the the roadies uh, from show, Showtime. Okay, uh, with Luke Wilson. So yeah, he's going to talk about that for a bit. But uh, you know what I think we should do? What's up? I think we ought to do like five degrees of Robert De Niro with gag order, starting with Peter Cambor. You want to do five degrees of uh, like somehow through us and interviewing Peter, we're going to eventually come to the fact that we are best friends with Robert De Niro. He goes by Bob. He goes by Bob. Obviously, it's that it's that quick. Huh? But what, we have to figure it out first. Like <laughs> so, we're interviewing who uh, Peter, who is co-starring with Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson probably knows Owen Wilson, who probably knows somebody else, who probably knows somebody else, who knows. That's the game. Can I say one thing? We're also getting hit up in our email to do a phoner with 311 before. <laughs> wait, today? <laughs> right now? Or for next? Wait, no, no, 311's on Monday. So, yes, it will be for today. <laughs> 311 is in Boston on Monday. So, go ahead. Let's do it today. I thought 311 was in town now. No, no, no. That's Eve 6 is today. Is in Boston at the oh Brighton Music God, Hall today. What's going on right 311 now? is when in Boston is, on Monday. So, wait, wait, when is. Does 311 walk tonight? <laughs> they, yeah, they're asking when can they do a phoner because their show's Monday. So they were, uh, Let's do today. Sorry. Peter at 530 and 311 at 6. 630. Six fifteen. Six fifteen. Six fifteen. Six ten. Six twelve. I'm going to say uh, <laughs> six ish today. <laughs> there you go. Um, That's how we do things right here. Yeah, I know. We're like this is a this is a meeting. This isn't a show. <laughs> you guys know this, right? This is like a pre-show meeting. What? Oh, and we've been live the whole time. What Oops. we've just broadcast in the last five minutes has just has should have been taken care of in a conference room, like twenty four hours ago. That's okay. We it, can put this on. Listen, this, this is, is how really, badly prepared listen, we are for the show. I'm, I'm, I'm hashing this out. We're fine. We can do this today. I could also say maybe tomorrow. I gotta. Uh, I gotta go check out an engagement party venue with with the fiance tomorrow. I could do tomorrow night. Tomorrow um, Saturday. We could probably do tomorrow night. I could I do can tomorrow, shoot night. For tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Are you okay? You and your new booty. Like, is she okay with you? Should we check I, with her? Yeah, yeah we should yes, probably check with her. Uh, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be. You fine. know what? Just to be safe, I'll check with her. Uh, we should check with her. Go ahead. But um, if not, we could put this on the static riff show. We we could do it on a bunch of other shows. Yeah, you want to put this on Static Rift? Would he freak? Let me ask him. How about that? Yeah, just this is how we <laughs> listen. This is this is old gag order. This is what it, dude. This is old gag order. This For is those how exactly how we used to do. You are hearing a pre-show meeting. <laughs> yeah, this is what we usually this do. This is not a live show. But we used to get fans that would go, "No, do this. Send us tickets now." It's like, wait, there was no mention of tickets. What do you? Why? <laughs> like, why do no, you want just free like, stuff? Like fan requests. Yeah. Can I do that? Yeah, you might as well. You no. Jay, give me go tickets. Into the, go into the other room and just send us a message. Jay. I want tickets. You've got enough no, tickets. No, I'm just going to write it down and hold it up. Yeah. Give me we tickets. should also just spoil John's show and be like, uh, we're going to talk about a uh, dispensary that's in the area. We're gonna just Is that is that his voice? No, that that's me? not John's voice. Is that me? No. Do a John impression. Uh, Anybody? Uh, a John impression is larger than life. What's John? His voice sounds larger than life on What's the it? radio. What's it? Talk about him like he's not here. Talk about him like he's not here. Hi, I'm John. I'm John. That's I'm better wild. than all of you. Wow, I do 90% of the work on wow, air. This is weird. You guys are terrible. This is weird. This I'm is like, tired of holding everybody up on my shoulders. Parallel, parallel universe. Is it like looking into a mirror? It's, a par- it's weird. <laughs> it's, like I'm in, it's like a cave echo. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything going on in his head. Every time we talk, 
Hush, I'm, t- I'm better than I, you. If you don't hear me talking for a minute or two, that's what's scrolling through my brain. Yeah, I'm just better. I'm better than everyone around me. All the time. Everyone though. is mediocre. <laughs> this All is the stupid. Time. This sucks. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. This Red Sox, you can't. Horrible. Blow, yeah, blow another one. Why don't you? Oh, wow. Eddie. Hey, how's it going? Let's interview Eddie Murphy. Why he's got my, nothing going on. Why is my sound effects board so low? It's, I don't know. It's quiet. It's it's his soundboard is some experience. Sound, some effects are louder than others. It's some oh, effects are closer than they may seem. <laughs> that, In the mirror. Yeah, is that what's happening? Is he is this erectile sound oh, effects dysfunction? Uh, what? ESD. <laughs> Post-traumatic stress disorder. What? <laughs> so now that we got the meeting out of the way, let's yes, do this. I know, show. right? Should I? I feel like I should be taking notes right now. <laughs> Afternoon. Yeah, right. <laughs> I did. Um, so I wait, wait, wait. Rift, Hold so. on. You guys just had a meeting, and I was ignoring it. Uh, are uh, we that's doing? Your fault. Are we doing uh, three eleven tomorrow? No, they're doing three eleven. No, I mean, not. Uh, we might do three eleven today, if not tomorrow or, or Monday. Monday for static. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, let's not give it to Rift. You don't want to give it to Rift. No, do I want three eleven. You want, to, I want you, want to do, you want to talk to 311? I want 311. Well, we'll, we'll wait until he responds. Two right, reasons. So, so two right. reasons. One, I really like 311. Nobody two, cares. I really hate John Mastrangelo. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> I know it's not, but it's funny. <laughs> but All I right. still like that first thing, so that first part is true, so. All right, fine. When was the last time you listened to 311? Uh, what time is it? I, maybe you should be asking what year is it. Nah, man, I uh, I own their great assist, dude. I'll toss that on all the time. All right. Well, I I have I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I I honestly have not listened to him in a while. Well, I I mean I hear, but, I hear 311 in passing, and I'm always for it. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. Is there any band from our past that you listen aside from the Beatles? Aside <laughs> from the God loving Beatles, loving get it. Aside from the Beatles, mm. what other band do you listen to? Consistently, consistently from the past. My band is Red Hot Chili Peppers. I do listen to a lot of Red Hot Chili Peppers. I can easily listen to their first album or their newest album any time of day. I think Breaking Benjamins might be the one for me. What? I do random Diary of Jane. I like. I'm a huge fan. You, you're obsessed with that song. Yeah, I'm a real huge fan of that song. See, but like I have and a, Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy Eat World's great. Okay. Um, I have a band kind of like that, like you wouldn't think is like you could listen to the whole album, Marcy Playground. Marcy Playground. Their first album. I can listen to beginning to end. It's awesome. Marcy Playground. Yeah, se- uh, Sex and Candy. That was their huge one. Sounds oh, wicked yeah. familiar. I bet you if you play it, I'd be hanging around. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, all right. Yeah. When that plays I, on the radio all the time? It's, yeah, it's that talk. Yeah. Um, that was their only hit. They're technically a one hit wonder, but the rest of that album is awesome. But aren't they like cake? No. Absolutely not. Isn't Cake another talk sing? Like, isn't he? No. He talks in a lot of his songs, yeah. No, Marcy Playground? No. No, no, Cake. Oh, Cake, yeah. Because that song has a terrible weird, singer. That song has a weird talk singy Johnny Cash thing going. Sex and from, Candy? Yeah. Na, 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 na. Yeah, it's that weird. Yeah. I heard a bunch of Johnny Cash stuff, and I just realized, like, that man has such a daunting, chilling voice. It's one of those things that like it just it sits with you. I, I Cash is one of those guys, one of those artists that I know everybody loves. I just am not that really. I'm not that into. How about Elvis? I hate Elvis. Everybody loves Elvis. Hate Elvis. Is it because everybody loves him? Hate him. Or is it because he died on the toilet? No, that's the only respect I give him. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, wait a second. Uh, 
So Dimitri's like, wait, do you hate him because he died while on the toilet? A dump. While on the toilet. On the twilight. How everybody wants to go out? No, he basically just ripped off black artists and... Yeah, I was. I, I'm not a fan of Elvis. Uh, I mean, I thought he. Nah, I don't. I don't know his stage performance before he got really disgustingly overweight. Was like okay. No, it was. He even said he'd rather do movies. Yeah, like once was, the movie wait, started, Elvis coming got on? ridiculously overweight. What? You didn't know this? That's yes, you how did. He died. Yes, you did. You knew this. Fat Elvis. The fat Elvis period maybe. after Hawaii. There's no way you filthy Russian. Are you Elvis? There after is no Hawaii. Elvis in Russia. Dude, Elvis after yeah, Hawaii became who's El- fat. Who's Russian Elvis? Is that Putin? Uh, <laughs> Putin is everybody. Vladimir Putin is everything. Presley. Putin who's, is everything. Who's the purple Teletubby? Is that Putin? Yeah, that's Putin. Wait, no, you, you don't even know Fat Elvis? If you look up Elvis fat, you'll fat see Fat Elvis, it'll come up. Aside from impersonators, there's Elvis yeah. fat. He's, yeah. He looks greasy. Okay. But then there are Fat Elvis impersonators. That just... You know, fits. there's skinny Elvis impersonator. And that, no, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's two, it's two different... Because those were two different Elvises. Completely. Wow, he got huge. One where he... Yeah, he was on stage and he just couldn't even breathe. Half the time. He pulled a biggie. He'd get on stage and go... <sighs> I didn't, realize, I didn't realize that. Since my baby left me, I said in my contract, no stairs. I, I got Every, no place to go. Everything has to be ground level. <laughs> One o'clock, two o'clock. Woo! There's a lot of numbers <laughs> in this day. There's a, actually, no, that's Bill Haley. So now, yeah. you're, now you're even making fun of the wrong guy. <laughs> now you're making fun of the no, wrong he, guy. He did no jailhouse rock. Elvis did jailhouse, yeah. yeah. My bad. But really, all of his early hits, they were black songs. They were black musicians. Hound Dog? Hound Dog was like an old blues song. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Yeah, it was an old blues song. These lungs of mine. (laughs) Jeez. Please, somebody get me an inhaler. Don't have those. I'm dead. He died on the toilet. Yeah, it was a bunch of drugs. So, yeah, not a fan of of crapped out. Now, do you like the Beatles? Uh, McCartney has a new album out. McCartney has a new album out, Pure McCartney. I like how he was able to keep a straight face while asking it. Just the launching of Pure that McCartney. Question. He pure. looked at you and was like, no, That's the actual name it? of it? Yeah, Pure McCartney. Pure. What, Are you going to get it? What could be more pure than Are you going to enjoy it? This is 2016. Nobody buys music anymore. <laughs> Are you going to download it on Napster? I'm going to filthily. <laughs> LimeWire? Filthily pirate it. <laughs> For as much as I love the Beatles, I'm still going to pirate their. Wait, does that, does that mean that they have a uh, MySpace page too? <laughs> Yeah, you gonna check out their MySpace? I told Dimitri to text me the other day, and it like took him a second to like think about it. They should uh, check out their Earthling. Told him page. to text me, and he had to like think about Earthling it for a page. Yeah, their Earthling page, their Net Geo page. <laughs> you know the the remember those the Geo site? What was it? It was a Geo sites. Yeah, it was Net Geo. Net Geo, something like that. I think. Use your Net Zero account to get onto Net Geo, and check out their pages. Those are old. Schools. Killing me, Smalls. <laughs> He pulls out really good clips. John's on fire. It's, it's the same four all over and but over I, again. I hear him every so often. I'm like, oh, that's a really good thing. Oh, speaking of things from our past, are you excited for the Goonies remake? No. No. I've heard there's talks that there's going to be a Goonies remake. No, I haven't heard that it's a I go. I a green light on a Goonies 2. They were saying Who's it was going to be a continuation. Um, I don't what know is it, like 30 it. years later at this yeah, point? Yeah, it's just all of them do they end up at the I, same place. I mean, place? Finding Dory is like 13 years <laughs> like, later, so... How do you do? How do you do a Goonies too? Goonies, they're, they're all the retirement home. No, you know what they're gonna. I know exactly what they're gonna do because this is what I do not want to happen. Think about what you don't want Goonies two to be, and that's what it's gonna be. Yeah, that's pretty much. It's true. gonna be a reboot. Oh, dude, it's gonna be an odd cast straight out of freaking Nick Jr. and Disney. Listen, oh, uh, just like um, there's a show that just oh, School of Rock. 
School of Rock, Disney picked it up and made it into one of those kids shows. Oh, great. Why not? Uh, Kevin Smith Mallrats is not being made into a movie. It is being made into a TV series. Really? Mallrats 2, yeah. Wow. Um, I'd for be the longest time, that. they said it was a go for a movie. Yeah. And I guess something happened at the Universal, which owns the first one. Weird things happen, and then it, it'll get phased out. Down. If they don't pick it, out, you, pick it up immediately, it'll get phased out. I mean, out. If, if Rush Hour got made into a series, I'm sure they could which do Which is terrible. I don't think the it's brand. It got canceled after one season. I don't think it's gonna, Mallrats is going to work as a series. What happens to people when they're on a sitcom or a TV show that only lasts a season? They're Can out of the just, job. Yeah, no, do you just not exist the anymore? The show, they're already on to other things before the show's even canceled. I was going to say, because it's know? like, do you just go, I'm going to fade away. You could, do, you could do 13 episodes in 13 weeks, and then the show airs two months later. And you're already you know? like, that's not me anymore, guys. I'm doing this yeah, other you're thing. Working you're already on to, like, your ne- you're doing the next pilot. You're doing the next movie, whatever, you know? So by the time that show actually airs and does not get picked up, you're probably already on to the other thing. I want to do a pilot about a guy making a pilot that never gets picked up. There, who is it? It's, um, God, what's his name? That's like a Seinfeld thing. It's there, the guy there, from Friends. There was a show that actually did. The Joey. Perry. Uh, yeah, yeah. The guy, he. he no, went, not, uh, not Joey. Maybe. No, the guy, Perry, the one that had the. The guy that the, played Chandler. Yeah, the, the issue. He went in. Matthew Perry? Yeah. Matthew Perry did a show as well. He's a guy. He's constantly doing like the next pilot. Yeah, because yeah. his shows last like four episodes, and they just don't and, happen anymore. But like six months later, yo, Matthew J, whatever the yeah. hell, Matthew he's, Perry, Matthew Dude, Perry is on to another thing. It, he's. I was gonna do the. You saw him stuff. as an executive. You saw him as a high priced lawyer. You saw him as a doctor. Now you're just gonna see him as a billionaire who does nothing. Exactly. Well, I mean, he did a few movies too. Because if you put this guy in any kind of role that would stretch him, he would die. <laughs> so we need to give him tons of money so he doesn't have to do a lot. Just you know, off screen, somebody else is taking care of it. Yeah, exactly. But you, I mean, I want. I, I think at this point, just do a do a, a pilot about making a pilot that fails every time. That, that's like a Seinfeld thing. Right? It is. Yeah. It, th- that was all of Seinfeld's thing was them trying to pitch the pilot yeah. that never went anywhere. Yeah. Why not? I hated Seinfeld. Yeah, I was in a Seinfeld fan. Eh, Hated it. If there's something else on TV, I'll watch it. was a kid in my uh, senior year was the final season of Seinfeld. And when the last episode was coming up, this kid who I wasn't really friends with, I was just, I knew him. He came up to me with a flyer. He was having a final episode party. And I laughed at him. I I laughed at the people that gave me the Friends final episode flyers. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Nobody should be that devoted to a show. Dude. I know somebody that does that with bands. Like if bands break up, if a band breaks up, they go like they get depressed. But a uh, uh, Friends, the show Friends, they had a finals party. Yeah. Dude, everybody watched that man. That yeah. thing was huge. Uh, Friends was huge. Friends, yeah, I was I've never actually watched a full episode. Oh, what about when Lost oh, was happening? Them. Remember when Lost was a thing? I've never yep. seen an episode of Lost. No, nope, nope. neither have I. Yeah, but this generation would be like what Game of Thrones. Never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. That's this generation. I'm not going to a Game of Thrones party where they're all in togas and then they have an orgy. They're all going to die at the end and they kill each other. Yeah, just ugh. except you have it. You have to have an orgy with your. You have to bring two siblings because it's Game <laughs> of Thrones. Yeah. Or The Walking Dead. Those two shows are the biggest ones. Master Angelo would lead a Walking Dead final party yeah. Yeah. where he'd cry and sacrifice somebody. No, I just I can't. use the use the comic books to wipe his tears. Yeah, did they ever do that in the past? I have no like idea. finals parties. For what comic books? For like, for the show Taxi. 
Did you ever hear anything? You know, there was probably final for, like, MASH. That was massive. MASH was well, huge. But you didn't go to a MASH finals party. Well, I was also three when it no, ended. but I'd never heard. You know what I'm saying? You would have heard oh, stories of something I, like that. I'm sure that it happened. A MASH But it's not something party. you write home about. It's not like a high. It shouldn't be anyway. If you're if somebody's telling you about the time they went to a MASH party, they're out of stories. <laughs> <laughs> That's the highlight of their life. Right? <laughs> I like how you're like they're out. They've they gone through the till. They, They've gone done. through it's the till. They're, they're rattling the last bit the last, in the can. It's that it's last like, olive oh, in the damn. jar. Did I ever tell you about that time I went to a mash party? You know, the mash final you, party. I guess this is when our friendship ends. The second you're done saying this, that's it. Your your friendship meter has run out. It's like being really happy about the picture you have with an Elvis impersonator. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like you are way too happy, ecstatic to be posed with somebody who nowhere near the person you think it is. It's just, dude, I, 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 wow. Mash final I'm sure. Party. I'm sure it was. Um, Laverne Dallas, Shirley. You know, how about Dallas? A Dallas viewing party. Like, who shot JR? Tell me they didn't have, like, a massive. Oh, what was that? It? was a thing? Who, who were the two? Yeah, the, uh, the, the sitcom, not the sitcom, the soap opera stars that got married or whatever. Oh, the soap operas things? Uh, Luke and Laura. Yeah. Oh, uh, their their big wedding day was probably... A... I still don't know if that was real or not. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I Again, I was like five, six when it happened. So I know about it because my mom was a soap opera fan. Yeah, but just to have a party... I have seen it. way too many episodes of All My Children. I've seen way too many episodes of <laughs> Passions. For a normal human being. <laughs> you never watch Passions? No, Passions came on, you know, when Passions came out, I think I was I 10. never understood those soap opera shows. Passions had hot women. That was the only reason why I watched it. The only reason I watched uh, All My Children is because I was four. And that's what my mom watched during the day while my siblings were at school. Right, well, yeah, I watched yeah. that and Price is Right. And, uh, oh, I, I watched Price is Right. Yeah, I watched Price is Right. Yeah. Price, oh, me some Price is Right. Price is Right was the best show. Um, Even though Bob Barker was a sexual assaulter. Dude. He would hit people with that mini microphone. We talked about that. Nobody uses that microphone Nobody for uses. anything. No, you Carrey realize. continued it. He what? uses it now. That little skinny microphone that Bob Barker has. Yeah. That Drew Carey uses it. Yeah, Drew Carey has the same thing. It's not real. It just, it's, it's a problem. It probably is a problem. It's a terrible looking thing. It's a, it doesn't look feasible. It's a sperm. <laughs> it's just... It look, look at it. It looks like a big Q-tip. It looks like what the leftover from like a rock candy stick. Yeah, it's just terrible. It looks they like there should be rock candy on there. It's horrible. <laughs> and the fact that there's no rock candy makes me sad. It's just it's stupid. Oh, but funny. I used to watch it back in the day. I used to watch uh, Price is Right. Bob Barker was the man. All of that stuff. Oh, yeah. Was. 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 Is he dead? Anybody know? I don't know. Probably. He if runs, not, he's 104. He runs a summer camp. He was 90 back in the 80s. No, he's still doing stuff. He was in that movie with Adam Sandler. Yeah, 30 ago. years ago. Dude, Adam Sandler. A movie with Happy Gilmore? Yeah. I said a while ago. Yeah, 20 years ago. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> a while ago. A while ago is not 20 years. That is a long time. How long have you been in jail? A while. <laughs> hold on. Happy. Gi- hold on a second. Happy. 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 Gilmore I, I really think. Sorry, t- 20 years Dimitri ago. would make the perfect prisoner. 20 years ago. Time has no meaning to him. 20 years ago. 30 years go by. He's, he's still trying to figure out if it was 20 or he's, 10. <laughs> he's saying he's 15, going, 30, he's going 35, between 20 and 40, 10 years 45, ago 1996. <laughs> he's like 10 years, 20, 20 years ago, 10 years. 800 Bob, Bob years. Bob Barker's 92. He's still alive. 800 years. Wait, he's really still alive? Yeah, he's 92. 92. 92 and still kicking. Bob Barker interview next week. And that's probably when he. <gasps> yeah, exactly. <gasps> what? Can you just say, come on down once? <laughs> 
Come on. He didn't say come on. I know he didn't. I need him to say it. Rich Little. No, not Rich Little. Um, What was that guy's name? That big dude, Monty? He had to have died. His name must have been. But he, no, he he died before Barker left. Oh, he did? What was that? Roddy. There it is. Roddy Piper? No. The wrestler? It was um, <laughs> yes. Roddy something. That was his announcer. He was the one that said, come on down. I would always be like, you have Price is Right music. What are they doing in between that? I know you do. Do I? I know he had do. to put it in the sound system. effect. Um, sound what effect. are they doing during that time? Like, he doesn't have to say anything. He doesn't have to pay attention to anything until they go. Tell us the name. Tell us uh, what they've won. All of our contestants not appearing on stage will be provided a box of Aunt Jemima's pancake mix. Aunt Jemima's pancake mix. Mm-mm, it's fake. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, not only do you not get watches and awesome cars, we give you the crappiest present we could possibly send you home with. Now, tell us the price of this here china, this 32 piece china. 47, 385, zero, $100. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, uh, one dollar. Oh, one dollar. I hated those. And then you heard a punch so from the much. guy next to him. Yeah, who one dollar. Uh, Eight hundred. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with seventy-six million dollars. Like, or the ones that did ninety-nine cents. Why would you? Why would you do yeah. that? All right. Yeah, it's rounded up. Uh, we round up. Yeah, we don't. We don't do change. We here. don't do okay. that, idiot. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying you're stupid, but you're an idiot. This show's been on forever, and you still don't get it. <laughs> Prices, right? Uh, recognize. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right. Dude, that is And so then the dumb. dude that bid a dollar always wins. For some reason. Because you, you can't go way over, so they just undercut it. And they go, these jet skis. How much do you think these jet skis cost? And you're just like, they, no look, idea. decent jet skis got to cost at least like $700. I'm going to say eight fifty. The guy with the dollar bet went, what the hell? How much did jet skis cost? <laughs> what did I miss? They're supposed to be. This is a motorcycle on water. What in God's name? What is it made of? Plastic? In strategy, you always pass on the f- on the first showcase. Yeah. At the end, you always pass on it's garbage because the second one is where the trips and cars are. No, seriously, do you notice that? No, no. The and first it, one, the trips are nice. never really good. You've won a trip to Canada. Oh, <laughs> our friends up north. Oh, second showcase, an RV. Yeah. Oh, this is great. No a one, yacht. And, and under it says no insurance included. Taxes still need to be paid before the purchase of a twenty-minute conversation with Burt Reynolds. Yeah. This. <laughs> You've also won. Yeah, I take that prize. Yeah, Burt Reynolds may punch you in the mouth. I will not take that prize. <laughs> You've also won. A scenic tour of Idaho. What? Like, <laughs> Molly, where are you from? I'm f- I'm from Washington. You just want a trip to Seattle. But I I live outside of it. I just It I actually don't. is going to cost me more in gas to get there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want to go. That, can I t- just, can I turn it down? Can I give this back to something you? else? Is there a trade in? You've won a China. I live I live I live in a small house. And I don't have. I live in a China shop. China. I said this. Uh, I loved when I think I was in the producers booth. I love those episodes where like the college kids win dining room sets. Yes, you won. Awesome. An all inclusive silverware package. Hey, uh, I want to give a shout out to my eight roommates in our two bedroom apartment. Uh, Jason. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, we're using this to cook meth. <laughs> or like they're living in a dorm in college and they win a pool table. Yeah, this is great. Like that's awesome. That's the that's actually the area space of the whole room. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we study, sleep, and on um, top of the pool on table <laughs> on this pool table. This I pool love table those. Is everything. Those always made me laugh because you could tell. Also, we have no way of getting it home once the semester is over. You can actually. Tell, like, our parents are mad that we're even here. The contestants can't 
like be mad that they're gonna that they have a chance at it. So, but you could tell they're like slow clap. Oh yeah, no, I love I love the contestants that you can definitely see their face where they go they go like yeah they go uh because they think you want a brand new washer and dryers. Oh son of a! I just got one a month ago. New cartwheel set. Yeah, exactly. New brand new. Four wheels for your car. Wait, but what about the rest of the car? No, you just won a trip to town for your tire. Yeah. And we're just going to comp you the tires. That'd you win be... four new tires. You won four new Goodyear tires. You see the tires on that car, Emily? <laughs> that's yours, and that's it. You get? Oh, he's. Uh, I think he's actually talking to our guest. We have our guest. Let's keep talking phone. about... Uh... I can talk about Price is Right for days. Well, it's not just Price is Right. It was all the shows. I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. Fun for no banana in my tail pot. You know what? I, they should actually do a Beverly Hills Cop remake. They should no. reboot it. No more remakes. I'm done. Well, one remake. Done. One remake no. with Eddie Murphy. Nope. Nope. At this stage, see, we accept one, and then they take that and run with it. Well, no there's, more. There's that running gag everybody keeps putting up on Facebook if, of um, them doing a Coming to America remake. The oh, only God. way to kill Michael Bay is with a with a spear of pure silver. That's so a Coming to America remake. Yeah, that would be terrible. That's awful. Yeah. Everybody knows you can only kill Michael Bay at the full moon in the third month. <laughs> For those three hours. With a mirror. <laughs> with a mirror. Where you just show it to show his real reflection. A silver encased mirror with garlic. Yeah. That's okay. the only way to kill Michael Bay and stop him from ruining my childhood. So Peter's going to be on in a few minutes. He's probably going to give us a call in about five minutes. So. All right. So you want to take a five-minute break? Take a little break, Ski? Sure. And we then we'll that. come back. So we're going to take a break. We're going to be back with uh, Peter Cambor from NCIS fame. Uh, he's going to come on and talk about a pilot that he's got on Showtime coming up this uh, season and uh, how we're not involved. All that and more on the pro- – oh, no. I mean, gag the radio show. We'll be –
about a little guy that lives in a blue world. And all day and all night and everything he sees is just blue, like him inside and outside. Blue his house with a blue little window and a blue Corvette. And everything is blue for him and himself and everybody around, cause he ain't got You're a gamer. John, that's a bit of an understatement. You need Edge. Edge? Extended duration gaming equipment. Do you like your headset? Let me guess. 
I have to drop hundreds of dollars for the newest, most comfortable headset. No, sir. Keep your headset and let Edge make it better. Go to edgeprogaming.com, type in the code GONETWORK, and receive discounts on your entire purchase. Edge. Extended duration gaming equipment. Take your gaming to the edge. We are back. It is the Gag Order Radio Show here on the Gag Order Network. Uh, in studio with me is still John. What up? And Dimitri in the booth. Yep. And we have on the phone with us the the, the doctor, per se, from a TV show that is near per and dear se. to my heart. Um, from NCIS, we have Peter Cambor. Hey, Peter. How's it going? That? All right. First off, that was a terrible introduction. That was, it was, no, it's near and dear to my heart. I'm not going to lie. I that, really love all NCIS. You watched it, all. It is, I think it is, it is the best introduction in the history of radio. Thank you. And now I quit. And he should tell you he's never listened to the radio before. Okay. <laughs> we should probably say I, that. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. You should probably say that. I just, I, I, just, I just know the internet and that's it. Uh, he's heard about it. Well, well. Thank you for uh, coming on. And, and we don't want to, you know, spend too much time uh, talking about past uh, programs and past things, but uh, you had uh, some success before NCIS, and then NCIS hits, and that's kind of where you you made your name. I want to say more than from your theatrical things that you've done. Um, how was being on NCIS? I just have to say that how was being on NCIS, the the program that has such a huge name in TV? How was it being like one of the main characters? Well, it's crazy, you know. I mean, it's, it's what's really nuts about those franchises. So that's like the number one show, television program on the. Well, the original NCIS is the number one television program on the planet now. You know, I was I was I was, I was in the spinoff episode that then became NCIS Los Angeles. But as a brand, I mean, it's crazy. It's like this massive global phenomenon, sort of. So obviously, to have had a career that intersected with a show like that is is really. Um, fortunate for a number of reasons, but it's pretty cool to have been involved in this kind of massive brand, you know, it's, it's pretty wild. And, uh, there's like, you know, there's rabid fans kind of all over the globe, like in, and our show is like translated and you can go onto YouTube and watch episodes of NCIS Los Angeles in German and French and, you know, all these different languages. It's pretty wild. So it's, it's, it's been pretty crazy. And I think it definitely kind of put me in, on the map in a different way than, like you said, had been I'd been sort of on the map before. And you do it's kind of it's it's crazy. And I just never really thought this would happen to me as as an actor. So it's just it's pretty wild. It's well, pretty, I don't think anybody really thinks trip. it's gonna happen. It just kind of it's one of those things where when you when you hit, you know, like when, when that moment when you found out your character hit, what was that like? When you go, all right, I'm in, and I'm officially getting a paycheck. <laughs> what um, was that? <laughs> I think the first time, as I was the first time I ever did a television show, just because I mean, what people don't realize is when I was younger, you know, I came from a theater background and I went to, you know, ART in, in Boston and I've did some theater in New York and stuff like that. And just the, the difference that you get paid is just like so astronomical. <laughs> and like, I don't think people quite realize it, but you know, being a theater actor is just so difficult and it's so hard to make a living doing it. And, 
it's such a grind. You have to really fight for every role and all that. And the returns financially are quite low, but even though it's spiritually, they're very, very high. But to go and just do that and all of a sudden to be able to actually like live a really kind of kind of amazing existence and to get paid, you know, just just so much more than I ever thought of. I thought I would always be sort of like an actor for four or five years after I left school and then probably go to like law school or something like that or do something else after I just couldn't do it anymore. So it's pretty wild that I'm 37 now and I'm still doing it. I just, I, I just, I don't know. It's, it's just crazy. So I think that moment of getting paid and actually being like, oh, I can like do things and like have a normal life and like buy a car and, <laughs> you know, do things like that in my life as opposed to, you know, having a really struggle a lot. It just was, that was the, kind of the biggest shift, I think, in my mind. Now, Peter, you have a skill that's kind of a rarity in Hollywood in that you are over 5'6". Uh, yes, I have. You, <laughs> you are actually a tall dude. You are 6'5", right? I'm a, yeah, I'm a giant. I worked a long time to develop that skill. Now. <laughs> Years, I hear. A lifetime of work. Years. Yeah, a lifetime. Yeah. Well, it, it is. It's a rarity. That's something that not a lot of people know about. Because, like, when you go see these movies, you see the actors just towering over everybody, not realizing that their co-stars are like four eleven. That's so true. You know, it's 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 very true. You know, it's becoming. I feel like it's becoming more common, and it's more common in TV. I think with film, that's definitely like the case. Like with. I don't quite know the reason for it, but for whatever reason, like on the big screen, you just need people to fit somehow or something like that. But in television, like, I think especially when you're doing ensemble pieces, which I tend to be in a lot, that it's about kind of a big group of people. You're looking for like as many different people as pop as you can find possible. And of course, like, so in some weird way, like, I sort of came into acting thinking maybe it would be a, a hindrance to me, but it's oddly been sort of like a, an identifiable trait, obviously, but something that's probably helped me in my career. Yeah. I remember once I auditioned for this one play at the Portland Playhouse <laughs> in Maine, and I remember I was in, it was between me and this other guy, and I really wanted to get this part, and they asked me, like, in the middle of the audition, like, how tall are you again? And I was like, I'm 6'5". They're like, you're just too big for the set. <laughs> Which is really funny, I thought. But I was like, too big for the set. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're going to be like Godzilla on the set? Like, it was really funny. Was well, really yeah, remember. the woman you're playing across is 5'1". And there's a makeup, you know, they're going to, you're going to wrench your back leaning down to talk to her. It looks inappropriate on stage. Like, who's that man with that child? Looks like he's going to pick her up and put him in a, put her in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> like Peter smash. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's exactly. one of those things. But, um, I got a, I got a, a couple of questions on set working with someone like LL Cool J. Did you feel intimidated at any time or were you just kind of like, this is a really cool, um, moment in my life. I think a really cool moment in my life. I mean, he's such a nice guy. I, I, I do the, you know, when you do encounter those moments, for me, it's always like, I'm still always a little starstruck. And I remember like the day I came home with Mama Say Not Do That, like the single, I'm like a tape or whatever. And um, it's just crazy how you just remember those moments and you remember those moments of, about when you get like that single when you're a kid and then all of a sudden you're sitting there in a room with our cool J it's pretty wild and he, but he's such like, a chill guy he makes it easy on you and he's also like just like he's so like he's like dashing and charismatic and just has that like star quality so you just want to like hang with him all the time he's just super cool 
That's great. I mean, because I look at it as if I were on set with someone like LL Cool J or just a, a big name from the past. You know, we were talking about um, Robert De Niro earlier. Like being on set with someone like that, I'd I'd kind of be taken aback. I wouldn't be able to really get into my role for like the first couple of months. I'd just be trying months? to figure myself out. Yeah, just because you're always across from that presence, you know. So I think you, I think you just have to sort of in some way like it, it's true. It takes like time, but then you just have to sort of after time you hang out with people and you realize, oh, I'm just like a guy who hangs out with Ella Cool J. It's just a job. <laughs> it's just a job. <laughs> you know, it's really it's a job. Like that, I guess. It's it, well, it's a, yeah, it's a exactly. job where you get paid to to it's, be somebody else, which is kind of cool. It's a job that just happens to include LL Cool J. <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. Like instead of dental, <laughs> instead of dental, you get LL Cool J. Okay, <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's one of the perks. Say? Sure. <laughs> uh, hey, Peter. Um, coming up, I mean, you obviously you're a movie buff, you're a film buff. I have to assume. Um, is there somebody that you're working with now? Somebody that you have worked with that you admired? Uh, back then that kind of lived up to what your expectation was? Like you were hoping they'd be this cool person. It turned out they were. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, it's, it's a great question. I mean, it's, the show I'm working on now, which is roadies for uh showtime, which premieres God in like 10 days. It's pretty crazy. Um, I'm June 26th. Um, you know, Cameron Crowe, who is the creator of it. Obviously somebody that. Yeah. Cameron Crowe. In my life. He, being a child of the eighties and anything like that. And I just remember his movies are so iconic growing up and just every time going to see a movie, being completely sort of blown away by Rich from say anything and then singles and then Jay and the Blyer and then almost famous. And I sort of, you know, in some weird way sort of grew up with his films and that's pretty wild. All of a sudden you go in and you're like auditioning for him. And then Beyond that, you go in and then you're working with him on something. And he's just like the coolest guy. He's everything you would hope. It's like, hey, you created my childhood. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you are the soundtrack and movie of my upbringing. Yeah. I mean, he really was. I think for people my generation, too, like, it's like John Hughes and Cameron Crowe. You know what I mean? And Cameron Crowe, in a weird way, like, kind of my adolescence, because it was kind of like late 80s and 90s and stuff like that. So definitely... It's pretty wild, but he's just such a nice, genuine human being who just has a giant heart, and it's so evident in See, that's, his I, work. I love hearing that because I'm, I'm a big crow guy myself, so I'm glad to hear that that he's cool, that he's a good guy. He's just the best. He's like the best guy ever. There's like, there's like a top, you know, as you kind of meander through this business, you meet people who are like best guys ever you know what i mean like it's just great to meet people who are just like such great people who are really successful and who are admirable in every way possible he's definitely on that list now is there the reverse of that have you met somebody where you were kind of hoping you know because you were a fan and you end up you're like you're a terrible person that and it's like Um, it, it taints like you know to me that's what would happen but is there somebody? Uh, that... This is this is actually gonna be funny because this is like a this would be a funny Boston thing. I was on a plane flight once from Houston to Boston when I was a kid, and it was in '86 when Houston and Boston were playing in the finals, the Rockets and the Celtics. And it was back when uh, NBA players traveled like commercial; they were just like guys on a plane. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's before they all had charters and all that. Yeah, and. Um, with my sister and sister's friend and she asked all the Celtics for uh, autographs 
and everyone gave the autograph except for Kevin McHale. <laughs> oh boy! And Kevin McHale totally was like, "Get out of here, kid!" It was like a riot. Like she got autographs from everyone on that team. She got like Bird, and like, she got Parrish. She Bird, got like Parrish. Like yeah, the whole situation there. Nuts. McHale like was the one who didn't do it. Maybe he was Whoa. out of bed. I don't know. Whoa! I like, Kevin I like McHale. McHale a lot. He was the Rockets. He was the Rockets coach for a while, but it's just really funny. Kind of Boston to... thing, you know. Good to know, Kevin McHale. What happened, buddy? He's having a bad day. Yeah. He's having a bad day. We love, we love Kevin McHale here in Boston. Well, before we really get into um, uh, your new project, I just got a question. Um, do you consider yourself more of a Boston guy than – I know you were born in Texas. You went to school around Connecticut. Connecticut. Like, are you just all around more of a Boston person? I think, de- you know, definitely. People, when they meet me, they definitely like, don't think I'm from Texas. And I think I definitely kind of associate with the East Coast in some level. I lived in New York. But when I was going to ART and living in Boston, like I, it was really this kind of amazing reprieve that I just needed. Like New York was so intense for me, and I, I moved there right before September 11th attacks, and was kind of you know in New York when that all happened. And it just was like it was just such an intense two years. I graduated from college and was like struggling and was bartending 60 hours a week and just all of this stuff. And I don't know, I just really came to like love my time when I was there. So, I don't know. I, I, I guess I sort of answer that question definitely. And I, I live in Somerville. I live in Union Square. Oh boy! Like everywhere, dropping, yeah. dropping names. And, the, <laughs> dropping and then, yeah, and, and I was there when the and I was there when the Red Sox. Like all that stuff happened with the Red Sox. Just all this magical stuff happened when I was there. And of course, I was acting all the time at ART. It just was a real magical time. So I have like a very soft spot in my heart for it. For See, sure. you could tell. That he's being truthful because you don't say you like Somerville. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't say. You know, you could tell he's truthful. You could tell because he's ta- he's gonna take the heat. <laughs> he he knows he's gonna take the heat and he's willing to take it. Gonna, so I know he's I'm being truthful. I'm totally gonna take the heat. Deville, <laughs> you don't you don't like. Oh, really? You're from Somerville? Where do I get meth? <laughs> <laughs> I hear you have oh the best God. crack ever. <laughs> You know what I hate? Oh, Looking yeah. for OxyContin. <laughs> I hate when I can't find Ox. So, Somerville, you're my guy. Oh, my wow. God. Oh, my Lord. So, uh, All right, then. Um, let's get into um, your new project. Uh, let's, uh, let's get everybody up to speed. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I have tears. <laughs> cool down, down a little bit. <laughs> um, so, uh, it's on Showtime. And it's a, it's, is it a pilot or is this like full rollout? It's a full rollout, man. It's a full on rolling out of 10 episodes, but uh, it's, the pilot airs on the 26th. The pilot is available online right now. It's on Hulu and iTunes and YouTube. So you can actually watch the pilot episode right now. It's sort of rolled it as a teaser. And it's 10 episodes, man. It's about this. It's about a, uh, it's called roadies. It's, a, the, the, it's about roadies. It's about a road crew for a, Band on tour, and it's about these sort of unsung heroes of rock and roll. So it's pretty. Uh, if you like music, if you like, uh, is this like Spinal Tap? Kind of, and, and it's I and mean, it's got a little bit of all of that. You know, it's, it's a little. It's like part Spinal Tap, very like kind of part almost famous. You know, if you really think about it, Cameron Crowe when he was at Rolling Stone writing those articles, he was you know. He was raised by those guys when he was 14 years old when he first went out on the road. And, like, he was raised by these people. So he has, like, a great deal of 
love and sort of affinity for that world. And I think that it's a really kind of interesting look at people who kind of the little guy, you know what I mean? Like the, there is, there's a, a band, the state and house band, that is this a fictitious band that they're on tour with. And, um, but they're kind of a very secondary part of the story. It's really about the people behind the scenes and how hard they work and what it's like living on the road. It's like a really grueling existence too. Like it's, it's hard. You know, you're, you're living on a bus and tight quarters with people with all of that. And it's, it's great. So it's got, it's got romance. It's got, it's funny. It's, you know, it's just kind of got a little bit of everything. Now, are, are you method? Did you go out on the road with a band? Were you hauling, hauling amps and uh, checking cables, stuff like that to get into character? So I try, but it's very, like, it's a very insular world. And it's also, uh, there's like a lot of liability, <laughs> of course, being an actor. They don't want to have somebody who's probably going to get hurt. Cause unless you're very dangerous work on some level too. But that being said, I did, I play a, a bass tech on the show. So I work with like guitars and basses. And so I did go and work with some techs and kind of learn some of the lingo and some of the techniques for doing stuff. We have a great group of tactical advisors who try to really get all of that stuff as real as possible because that's, it's a really, we want to do honor and justice to the sort of world and the culture. And, uh, you could definitely have to kind of go and get in this. You learn how to coil cables the right way, which I never knew there was a right way to coil cables before. And you know, now I know. And um, how to, you know, solder a pot on an electric guitar and kind of all this stuff like that. Yeah, so we, we did do that. There's a lot of, you know, you just want it to be as real as possible anytime I guess you do it, you know? Hey, drop uh, drop some lingo on us. Okay. Co- <laughs> you say copy that to everything. So copy. anyone ever says anything, you're like, copy that. So you're a police officer. That's uh yeah, that's like definitely a cool thing. Uh, you got your walkie on you all the time. Um, I think what else? Uh, Is there load any- in, load out. That's at the beginning and the end. The riggers are up in the rafters doing the rigging on the lights and stuff like that. Sound check happens every day where they kind of equalize all the sound. I think what else? Um, yeah, like things like that. And then. So pretty much the- what, what you could learn from watching Spinal Tap. Listen to this. Yeah, exactly. Oh, go see Spinal Tap. You'll know exactly. Right? And you'll know exactly <laughs> what he's doing. Watch his stuff, Listen to it's this. It's Spinal Tap, but it says Cameron Crowe and Larry Lyon. Exactly. That's the show. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, so do you uh, do you have a feeling or inkling that this is going to carry on beyond the season, or are you like, ah, oh, I'm looking at new projects down the road? Oh, I- if, if, if this were, you know, the only job I had for this, I'd be so happy. It's such a great place to work, and it's. Cameron's so co- collaborative, which is just great. And, you know, to have a writer-director in in the realm of the TV space is something I've never really had the chance to do. You know, it's usually like, it's very much like the writer's medium or the show, like a showrunner's medium in that way. But to have someone who's so hands-on with everything, this is great. And, you know, I'm very, you know, you always are a mix of superstitious and cautiously optimistic about anything you do. I really hope people watch it because I feel very, proud of the show and I think it just is a really it's just a very like open heartfelt thing and I just feel like it's, you know in a, in a time where you really use a little bit of that you know it's optimistic and it was a great piece of uh, interview with Cameron in the New York Times I think today actually and he's talking about just being an optimist in the kind of cynical world and it's you know really true I think that the show just has a lot of that and I really hope people tune in to watch it and get a little taste of that yeah, well, uh, we hope that people watch it as well. Let's give them um, one last rundown. It is Roadies on Showtime. At what time does it start? 
10 p.m. And it is uh, showtime. It airs uh, June 26th. June 26th. Pilot is currently available on Hulu, iTunes, and YouTube. So go check it out. All right, great. So thank you very much. Hold on the phone. We're going to cut to a break. But uh, thank you so very much, Peter, for coming on air with us. I'm a huge fan of you from NCIS. Um, I can't wait to see you in roadies. I hope that you make me laugh. And if not, I hope that you are insightful. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. All right, thank you. We'll be back after this break. It's Gag Order. I would swallow my pride, I would choke on the rinds, but the lack thereof would leave me empty inside. Swallow my doubt, turn it inside out, find nothing but faith in nothing. Wanna put my tender heart in a blender, watch it spin round to a beautiful oblivion. Rendezvous, then I'm through with you. I burn, burn like a wicker cabinet. But faith in Take heed, feed your ego Make me blind when- 
Doherty here, host of On the Edge. The show gets over at 9 p.m., but my night is just getting started. And when I'm feeling sluggish, I'm not looking for the jittery feeling of coffee. I'm reaching for Neurosonic, the only energy drink I trust to keep me going. Neurosonic is just one of the great drinks in the neurofunctioning beverages line. When I'm stressing an interview, NeuroBliss keeps me cool, calm, and collected. And when it's time to call it a night, I don't want sleeping pills and all the crazy after effects you hear about. I want NeuroSleep to help me drift off to dreamland. Neuro drinks are surprisingly low calorie and full of the healthiest and most efficacious vitamins and minerals. Artificial flavors and colors don't work for them and neither should they for you. So they don't allow them in their drinks. To find a store near you that carries Neuro, go to drinknero.com or visit amazon.com to order a 12-pack. Neuro, drink with a purpose. Bedford report a break-in and theft at the town zoo last night. After a night of partying, two assailants made away with a box you'll have to live with the decisions you make. Get this, a 900-pound adult horse. But you don't have to live with a hangover. Last round, natural hangover support. Wake up feeling so good, it's like last night never happened. <laughs> And we are back. And that theme song for everybody that is our age. Uh, well, I mean, John and my age. Yeah, um, I've yeah. never heard of this before. And this is Guts. Do you remember Guts? I remember Guts. This show used to make you go, I'm not manly enough. <laughs> this show is the best. No, that show made me like want to go out and You want to try. I it was like glory it. sports. Guts stood for something. It was what is it, American Gladiator or something? And um, not so much. It was, there was, so I remember the main event at Guts, but I kind of rem- I kind of forget everything in between. <laughs> it was be just honest. a lot of physical. It was, yeah, it was a bunch of like activities that you had to do to get to the final stage, which was the crag. Have you ever seen the crag? No. Look up the crag. It is a huge mountain that you, as a kid, had to climb and hit all of these markers to get to the top. Oh, it was pretty awesome, dude! So it was like a so it was an obstacle course, but the whole show was. Yeah, that was like the whole show. The like whole I'm actually, I'm looking at it right now. I'm watching it. One of the events uh, pits two kids against each other. Well, no, what is it? Four kids, and they're basically. Playing bungee basket, bungee jumping basketball. Oh, I remember that. Remember that? Yeah. But so they have like forty-five seconds, and they're like t- twenty feet away on top of like a pyramid. You have to take a basketball, jump down while on the bungee, you know, hit the ground, use the bungee to jump up, and then you know get the ball in the hoop. And then there was ones where like you could only go as far as you needed to to get something, give it to your partner, and they have to run the other way. It was it was basically just a physical game. The entire show, but at the end, you competed. The top teams competed on the crag, and now the crag is, like I said, this really big, multicolored mountain of madness. But the kicker is, as you're climbing, there is a bungee cord pulling you off. You're tethered. It's yeah, it's a tight tether, right? Yeah, you're getting pulled. There's a couple of kids. I remember this that would grab onto things, and their feet wouldn't be touching the ground because they're getting pulled away. 
because they're not heavy enough to stay on the mountain. Like, you'd have to make your way to the top to hit the buzzer on top. Oh, I think I've seen the crag before, the mountain thing. I love that You know that what? Show. I forgot it was hosted by Mike O'Malley. Local guy. Yeah, a local a local hero. Local boy made good. Yeah, no, he's, he was in a ton of stuff after Guts. Yeah. But I think Guts was, Guts is like his first thing. Yeah, Guts was the He f- was a stand-up. That's it how was, he started. It was early. Guts was, it was one of the live studio audience shows. That's why they picked him up, because he had good rapport with the audience. So, yeah, Dimitri was kind of right. It was kind of like American Gladiators, but there weren't, like, adults or there weren't humans competing physically against you. So one of the trophies is being sold online for $1,500. Uh, $1, That's hilarious. Somebody that won. <laughs> probably sold it on, on eBay or something. And they should. Yeah. It's probably, yeah. Now's the time to strike. Everybody's kind of nostalgic yeah, for it. Crag trophy from what is it? Mountain Guts. Uh, Jay showed me this. Mountain Dew is now going on tour with their version of the Crag, the final from Guts. And it's kind of the same thing. You're tethered. You're running up and things are exploding and confetti and smoke and. Yeah, it, and I want to do it. It's going to be in New York, right? You want to do yeah, it? New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's just, it's that game I saw as a kid, and I would think, I can probably beat that time. Because you were timed as you went up, but it was, you know, first, second, third, and you had everyone that was like, oh, there's a strategy, there's a path you're supposed to take. I think more if you just run straight at it and you jumped over all the hurdles because you're on a, a bungee. Just let the you know let gravity or the lack of gravity help you out. Let your feet go flying midair. Use your hands to get to the next level and just keep going. But some it's just ah oh man, I miss, I miss. It was shows a great like show. That. But also, we were talking about this uh, on Wednesday. There's no way you could do this stuff today. Oh yeah, no. Uh, what did oh, he no, say? He, sued. He's oh, for liability. Yeah. Well, it's not even just liability. Uh, John said uh, the funniest thing he goes is uh, basically you walked in and you signed your kids over to be assaulted by staff. <laughs> like, what? Well, that no, that was uh, Legends of the Hidden Legends Temple. of the Hidden Temple. Wait, it assaulted was most, by staff. Yeah, dude. Uh, when you were running through the temple the final, the temple final, which was you know if you made it through it in a certain amount of time, you won. There were rooms that had. You know, guards. Oh, temple kind of, kind of guards. like a haunted house where like, it, they it was really like almost. it was like production assistants yeah. and you know the spare cameramen. Yeah, but they would jump out and like grab the yeah, kids. They, wow. they physically physically grab the kids, and there was they. If you read like behind the scenes stuff, kids was like break down crying. Wow, because of how terrifying. scared they because they were terrified. Because you're you're in this perfectly still room, and they don't just come out when you walk into the they, room. They like pop out. You, they you wait. have to be like so. Say for instance, you're in this room and. One of them's over at this table. You're searching for the amulet or for the the coin, the whatever. And yep. your your partner is telling you, "Go to the corner, go to the corner." So you finally go over to the corner. They the don't move for like, they don't move for like ten seconds. But if you put your hand somewhere, they reach out and just grab you completely, yeah, they swallow I mean, you. That's up. terrifying. They're not yeah. like tackling you. They're but not no, like just, throwing you. No, to no, the but ground. they like bear hug you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like and you're and you're out. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's, that's terrifying. As a, after yeah. you've urinated, you, <laughs> after you have destroyed the jumpsuit they gave you, yeah, it's just <laughs> everywhere. You, 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 you can keep the suit. So that's why we're saying, like today, they would never fly. Yeah, yeah. I but they do that. American Ninja. Yeah, is... but that's adults. Yeah, that's true. These kids were like twelve. Can we get American Ninja kids? That would listen. I'm sorry. It would be guts. But, that would be guts. But seeing kids in like a kids wipeout and they get punched. Oh yeah, there'd be a lot of dead kids. That never mind. <laughs> like I mean, I would watch that all. Yeah, day everybody would. But they're like, we also realize you have to be a pretty sick parent to be like, yeah, I'm gonna sign my kids up and get. But punched that's in the exactly face. what I was talking about. That when you sent your kid in to do Legend of the Hidden Temple, you were basically signed. You obviously had to sign a release. Like if your kid gets hurt and yada yada yada. 
But that you're basically saying, like, I am very much okay with you assaulting my 12-year-old daughter. <laughs> grabbing my kid. Yeah, grabbing my kid and scaring the ever-living hell out of him. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to sign that waiver in order to get him on. Yeah. Well, the other thing is there, was, there were a couple of articles where I read where people were unaware that that was what the ride was. Because uh, it was at Universal Studios. So you'd go into this room, and you know how they say, for one of the rides at Disney, it used to be. Now they, they took the ride down. You would volunteer to be one of the cast members of this you know outing so you'd get like hosed down for a boat scene then they'd show the boat scene and how you looked if you were in the real movie and so on so it was one of those live studio audiences where you go in and you sit down they go who wants to be on you you raise your hand like hey yeah i'll do it you know nothing about what the show is because yeah, your your parents are just finally getting out there from Milwaukee. They're like, oh, my God, we're here. Family vacation. Yeah, and, and now and they get assaulted. you just sign your kid over like, oh, what, you want to really do this? Yeah, I want to do it. Okay, fine. Here you go. Or the worst one would be like you'd be for the family games, um, Double Dare, you know, family Double Dare and all that stuff. Your whole family's getting signed up to this thing that they have no idea what's happening. <laughs> and your dad's like, I'm, I'm here. I'm in, you know, my cargo shorts. I don't care. Did this, uh, did, they tried to redo Guts a few years ago, apparently. No, they didn't. Yeah, 2013. In Russia? No, here. Here yeah. in the States. Hosted by hey. uh, Felicia Day. Oh, yeah, I know Felicia Day. Yeah, she, she was the, I guess it never got picked up because I've never heard of it. So they said bye, Felicia. What, wait a minute. Felicia Day. No, wait. I, I'm going to slap you. I said that at the beginning of the show. It's going to happen. We have 30 minutes left. Uh, don't maybe walk in there and slap you. All right. You know what? They, they've they done like four. They did one season. <laughs> My head. They did, they, done one, they did one season. They never aired. I they s- did like 24 episodes. 24 episodes? They put that much money into it that never aired? That's Nickelodeon. That's like, you know, four weeks work. Yeah, they just do whatever. They're like, ah, we yeah. got it. It's a 30-minute show. You figure with commercials, it's a 20-minute show. Wait, does it look decent? I am. I can't see anything. It it didn't get that far that they Wait, had guts. Two thousand fourteen. Two thousand thirteen. Two thousand thirteen. Just look up Nickelodeon guts. IMDb. It comes up. I can't even find the original, the nineties version. Where I typed in guts two thousand thirteen. Guts is a fan a friendly pumpkin carving contest. That's not it. Let's do that. Um, guts. The uh, let's look into that story. <laughs> Many faces of guts. What? What is happening? I just want to see Guts the Shop. Guts is a pretty popular word, it's, so I'm sure a lot of th- people use it for different things. stupid. Oh, get this. So remember at the end of the show, like, if you if you beat the crag, you got a glowing piece of the rock? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. that was like the trophy? Yeah. You had to give it back at the end. No! Yeah! What a letdown! No. Dude, really? Yeah. That's why it's probably so expensive online, because, uh, like I said, I saw it on eBay for $50. He, probably, he was probably like, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, no. Me. He's uh, Contestants got medals. Yeah, but I would... No, this was actually the glowing green trophy thing. I would leave with it. According to the IMD page, they had to give it back. Well, maybe somebody stole it. I know, I he just, ran off with it. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, then that's it's not probably happening. Then it's worth more than 1500 Yeah, it's, it's worth jail. I mean, if there's only... <laughs> yeah, probably, right? It's worth jail. You know what? Let's put a bid in and let's, let's roll the dice. Yeah, dude, I, I want to... I would definitely... $1,501. Like, uh, $1, Bob. One do- oh, I hate you. <laughs> wow, way to bring it right around. Um... Yeah, that that would actually be something I would I would I remember it the the big thing that was huger it was larger than the kid's torso it was just this awkward large chunk of like ragged it, rock it looked like a cliff it was so yeah. awesome yeah and I thought they all took it home I was like there's probably guts trophies around the world Why would oh I think you know what it is here it is um to kick off the second season they had an all star edition 
There was Guts All-Stars. Yeah, there was there was a Guts All-Stars to start the second season where the three perfect scores from the pre from the first season came back. The winner got to keep the trophy. Meet Anthony. He's now a tech advisor. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, zoo travels. So what did you do after that? Went back to seventh grade? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just, uh, I had to do my homework that they night. Show, they, show, uh, they show video clips of him younger. He's just this skinny like thing that runs across the screen. Now you see him. He's clearly overweight. Uh, he's he's, going he's, he's an office manager for like FedEx or something. Yeah, he just he's got secretarial spread. <laughs> he just can't do anything. He's like, I got arthritis in my knees. I can't really jump. And I've got a bad ticker. Oh, here's a little fun thing. Uh, Backstreet Boy AJ McLean was a contestant. Really? Mm-hmm. And his prize was to become a boy band. To become a Backstreet Boy. Yeah. To I, not become in, a member of NSYNC. <laughs> yeah, he, he got <laughs> he the lost. other one. He came in third. I, I want to see, I wanna see like, some of the new stuff. 1992 to 1995 was Global Guts. Uh yeah, but that actually click on that because that's uh both that's guts and global guts. Wow, global guts, global guts. Wow, wait, you know what comes up? And I just remember this, um, American Gladiators. I that was a great show too. That was a really good. Did you ever watch American Gladiators? I know about it. It was when they said, "Hey, you take steroids? Come on down!" (laughs) (laughs) Everyone would show up, and they would wear nothing. They were superheroes. They dressed like superheroes. What American Gladiators? Yeah, they, it was all spandex. Yeah, it was just all, all spandex. spandex. All spandex. They dressed like all superheroes. Did you hear about that woman uh, that was actually the stunt woman for Supergirl, dressed as Wonder Woman, that finished the uh, Amer- American Ninja competition recently? Really? She did it in a Wonder Woman costume. That's you know what's better up. than that? I saw a guy in a T Rex costume make it I did, further. Than I saw that else. too. Yeah. So go screw American Ninja. Um, I've never seen that show. It's I don't know. I've seen only a couple episodes here and there. Um, no, but uh, I, I want to find more about guts. If anybody can find more about guts, please I do. I got it right here. Send me the what clip the new episode? Yeah, I can't find. Like I want to uh, see the new. The first episode uh, aired May twenty seventh, twenty thirteen, called Golden Axe Two. For some reason, Golden Axe. Mm, Golden Axe. That's a weird name. Mm-hmm. Well, wait. Oh, yep. you know what I'm looking at? Are you not looking at the right thing? I'm looking at the wrong thing. Okay, I was like, wait. What are you looking at? Uh, Well, this is a synopsis of Golden Axe 2. The series premiere sees Felicia and Ryan fight the forces of evil while wearing loincloths. That is not Guts. That's not Guts at all. That's, they have that's Guts. That's like a TV show. Yeah, that's... um. Oh yeah, how did I, how did I get here? <laughs> that's the that's the what is it? The spiral, the YouTube spiral. Oh yeah, you hear one thing, and you're like, oh, I'd like. All to right, see so this I guess I was, caterpillar yeah, it's video. Just in, you're just sitting in front of the computer for hours and hours, at three a.m. for some reason. Somehow it ends up in hardcore porn down the road. <laughs> just like, how did I get here? There's that meme online that says, uh, "What is it like? 10, 10 p.m. I should really go to bed. Three a.m. How did I get to nuclear physics all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, you just, oh, you know what I? You know what I? You know what screwed me up? What it, the TV show is called Co-opted, and one of their episodes is called Nickelodeon Guts because they recreate some of the obstacle courses from Nickelodeon Guts. Ah, so so that's what screwed me up. Okay, the show is called Co-opted. Co-optitude. Sorry, Co-optitude. Co-optitude. It's even stupider. <laughs> yes, more yes. stupid. More stupid <laughs> indeed. Extra stupid. But extra I remember helping. Guts. I remember we always talk about Legends of the Hidden Temple. 
Yep, that's like that's a running theme on this show. I like you the, guys uh, old video game show. That was a great one. Nick Arcade. Nick Arcade. That was awesome. Um, and no, it's not just because we were old. Um, but I said not were are you currently are old. We're. I mean, Double Dare was awesome. Double Dare was amazing. There was a, another show that was a picture show that was like um, guess that or guess it was it was a weird picture show. Then there was one. Uh, I want to remember the name of this. But it was it was a not a Pictionary game. Was there it? Was, it was like win loser draw. Junior. No, but there was there was another one where there was a, I believe there was actually a win loser draw junior. There probably show. was, but there was one where there was a the cast from like some of the shows. They would have uh, Amanda Bynes, uh, the uh, the cast from all that. They would all sit down and have like uh, Gak or whatever slime on top of their heads, and they would have to guess the answers. Which was actually twenty percent plutonium. They get ha- half the cast of That's all that. Did they ever explain what it was? No, they never actually said. Oh, early on, it was like oatmeal and food coloring, like thin Whoa. oatmeal and food coloring. Could you imagine bathing in that? Like the show, you can't do that on television. Like, go back and watch that show. That that gag is chunky. Wait, there's an actual show called You Can't Do That on Television. Yeah, it's from Canada, I believe. Oh, that explains it's it. A, right? Yeah, but what happened to remember the new gag looked like latex paint. Which I'm pretty sure just is. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> lead-based. It's, it's just, all the lead-based oh, yeah. they left over. Half the contestants of Double Dare have vicious cancer <laughs> of the head because that's where it hit. Of the head and shoulders. <laughs> and they have to use the shampoo head and shoulders. I want, yeah. you, now that's something I really want to know. I want to know about... Uh, all, all the crew of uh, Double Dare have no fingers. Dude, what is... Well, it was called Slime, right? Yeah, what was it called? Slime, and there was GAC, the, the product. The product, yeah. Slime Nickelodeon from GAC. Nickelodeon. I'm looking it up. Green slime. We know it was green. Ah, it was bright lime green. Everybody like. I don't want to know. I don't want to know the new slime because the new slime is not the slime we're talking about. No, we're talking like 1980s, early 90s. You know, we're fine with asbestos. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna say lead and asbestos. Yeah, it's actually just a massive lead slime. The best slime there is. I wonder if somebody's just like, I've got an original container from 19. You know, somebody must have saved it. It's actually clear now. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> It turned blue. Somehow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's actually seeping out. You need to get it now. Dude, they used to have slime trucks. Remember that, dude? Nickelodeon used to be like the, all over that slime. Yeah, yeah. they had. Slime it had to have been like non-toxic because they doused those people. Yeah, they would hose down crowds. Dude, of on people. Double Dare, some people went in like face first into pools of it. Into pools. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and even God. other stuff too. Like you know what? What did they use for the whipped cream? I'm assuming they didn't use 18 gallons of whipped cream. Hey, they could just have. one tired that cow. That would be awesome, though. I want whipped cream. Now. It's actually white paint. <laughs> oh, Mark Summers Frog. explains. Oh, hey, Mark Summers explains um, where he went wrong. <laughs> where he went wrong? No, but so his because they all had. Oh, this is weird. All of them had different slimes. That's kind. Did you hear like uh, there was um, like a behind the scenes of Double Dare? It was supposed to be all adult and. You know, after dark and behind the scenes. If you read some of it, it's stupid as hell. It's not really like one uh, crew member got pregnant from another crew member, and it's like that's it. Ricky Lake. It's like, oh god, it's so controversial. Yeah, you're just trying to like stir up like yeah, Brady no, bunch. Just stuff. talk more about how Mark Summers rubbed his hands raw. Yeah, you um, know they don't have their own like Greg Brady sleeping with mom story. Yeah, yeah so they, they gotta make, to make that up. up. It's like really, no one knows Janice. No, no one, one knows cares. It. Like, tell me, like you know. The contestants were doing blow. Yeah, exactly. Mark Summers would actually beat a child. Before they had orgies. They every had to night. cancel a shooting because Mark Summers was hammered. 
Yeah, but here's what it is. It well, almost drowned. He explained in the gas that pit. every show has different um, slime. So his the slime on his show was primarily made of vanilla pudding, applesauce, oatmeal, and green food coloring. That's still horrible. That is terrible. That must smell so bad. Right? Oh, At the yeah. end of that show? Think oh, about it. Oh. oh, wow. I didn't even, I didn't even put that into like, thought. You need, you need to shower directly like, right after the shower. And you're at a park, yeah. and it's 90 degrees outside, yeah. humid. So all you see, all you oh. smell is spoiled applesauce. Well, sauce. no, like you got to think about it. They probably had like an industrial shower <laughs> just for everyone, <laughs> for like, everybody, like the safety the eye, sh- eye cleaner. Well, I think about Double Dare because they would do uh, physical challenges and yes. then hop right back up, and like after the commercial break, they'd be clean. Yeah, that's true. You're right. I they guarantee they had like out. some. You hit the button, and like a hundred gallons just <laughs> floods you. Like, change of clothes and a towel. It's, it's what they used to show you the uh, the um, power washer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, like a wash, like a car wash. The, yeah. the name of that show was Figure It Out. Figure It Out was a show that they used to have, and they would have huge vats of slime above one of the Nickelodeon stars' heads. And if they got the answer wrong with you, or you had to like try to stump them, and if they messed up after a certain amount of times, they just got doused in slime and pied in the face or spoiled hit applesauce. Yeah. Slime. See, I was too old for the show. Mm. I didn't. That's why I didn't understand it. As was I, just I just watched it. Nah, you were Sorry. thirteen. Like slime you. geyser, twelve. Um, remember that? Nope. The slime geyser. Yeah, that was outside the studio. Yep, that's gone now. Um, now that a uh, really like colorful Nickelodeon building is now just all white. Looks like an office yeah, it's building. Sad. Yeah, it looks pathetic. Eureka's Castle. That's not a game show, but I'd like it. I like how they just say it was a semi uh, viscous <laughs> substance. Viscous. Yeah, no, don't put that on me. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't put that on me. <laughs> Probably smells like old plastic and bad applesauce. That studio still has the stench of banana pudding. <laughs> yeah, how could it have just sat around, dude? Just by day's end, somebody's that mixing a dumpster thing of would slime. be filthy. It's crusted. Like how much vanilla? How much put- slime do they make? Like how much do they produce? Uh, how, do, how do they produce it? Where do you not remember? It? There was pools of slime, like legit. You could see yeah. through with a gle- a class. Like, uh, like uh, how much slime do they make, and how do they make it, and where do they make? Is it? that a is that a record? How much slime has Disney? Yeah, I mean, right. not Disney. Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon. Cre- yeah, like, over the years. And where is it? Like you can't just destroy it. Yeah. It, yes, you can. It was uh, just putting an oatmeal. You just flush it down the drain. And apple. I guarantee. After the show was taped and everybody cleared out, they just took massive fire hoses. Guarantee. Dumped it into the Yeah, air. you think they're cleaning that thing like by hand? Dude, everybody got Well, filthy no, but the newer everywhere. slime is like, like it looks like latex. I don't care, it's still filthy. It's I'm shiny. talking I'm talking double there. They like did busted out them fire I guarantee. Yeah, just, they used to hose just people wa- down. hosed off the stage. That I, they just hose people down, yeah. Oh, I, they said Australia was the uh, not Australia, um the you uh can't do that on television was the one to create slime. You can't do that on television. Yeah, you, they did create it. They created slime. Yeah, they were the first ones that did it, and then Nickelodeon. How, how did they come up with that? Like, who's the guy that was in the meeting? It's like, you know what? We need something. It's a kids show, dude. Yeah. And start throwing out idiotic well, ideas. Well, here's the thing: Did it come out before Ghostbusters or after Ghostbusters? I'm, I'm sensing they owe somebody after. money. After. Yeah, so they owe somebody money. Somebody owes somebody money. Because Slimer was definitely green, and he slimed. Uh, well, I mean, he Peter. wasn't the first. I mean, you can't say Slimer was the first instance of slime Listen. entertainment. That's that's the only that's place it. it counts. Well, then, I mean, then The Exorcist, that pea soup well, that, that was, came that out. Wasn't, that wasn't slime. That was just more throw up. Yeah, it was. They had, like, uh, instances of ectoplasm. It was, it was just 
it was just it was power vile. booting. Yeah, it was vile power booting. That guy got a fire hose down. <laughs> he most definitely <laughs> That guy did. got fucked. The power of Christ compels that you. Guy. What the hell? At that point, I'd be like, It's Look, everywhere. I know I'm the priest here. Y'all are screwed. I've got to go shower. <laughs> I don't care. Your, your mother bless the shower before yeah. he gets in. During the outtakes. For Christ's sake. I know, right? Like, what is this? He keeps swearing. He, like, he really he, like really hits the girl. Like, what are you doing? It's not even God me. damn it. I'm sorry. I just, every time I see your face, I just think, ugh. Just hate you. Yeah, to ugh. this day. To this day, I hate her. He has a Linda bit. Blair. Like, he actually gets, he gets married, has kids, and he's like, ah, oh, this baby's doing the same thing. Yeah, right. Throws it. Hates, <laughs> his, <laughs> like, hates his kids. It's like, it's puking everywhere. The power <laughs> of Christ compels you. The baby's sick. Power of Christ compels you. <laughs> Just lost in his own world, screaming it in a closet. He's stuck in traffic. Yells at the uh, person in front of him. Pop Christ compels you to move in traffic. You know who I am. I wonder if that would work. <laughs> kind of like Evan Almighty. Just, yeah. I'm sorry, Bruce Almighty. Sorry, Dude, right. that would actually be funny. He's just stuck in a loop where he can't get out. Of it. <laughs> you know, you know who I am. The Christ compels you. Uh, that is something else. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's we had an interesting show so far. Yeah, a little all over the place. Yeah, kind of we, all over the we place. We were all over the place. Thank God, like we actually didn't have that second interview. That would have we would have been like, yeah. So uh, next week, uh, yeah, exactly. That's how it would have been. Yeah, next week will be a crazy show too. Yeah, next week will be fun. Uh, there may be a a gag order pseudo show tomorrow. Pseudo show? Yeah, sort of, kind of, not really. Yeah, because it, it's going to probably be you know gag order light hosted by somebody else. Gag order after dark. Gag order midday. Uh, <laughs> Who's going to be around? Who's doing this show? It might be Brendan. What? The guy from Precision Gaming. What? That's why I said it might be gag order pseudo. It might be a pseudo gag order show. It's like gag order junior. Yeah. Gag, gag order junior. You know what? Gag order junior. Gag order junior. We'll just do a little elephant and get we'll sued. Do a little, little smile. You know how Nick Jr. had the little elephant yeah. in the elephant? Yeah. We'll just do that. And then we're going to do... Uh, Gag at night, gag order at night. Yeah, we'll do. Instead if we did Nick gag at night, order at night, where it's just like all the really adult stuff. Why is Brendan doing gag order light? He likes three eleven. Congratulations. So do I. Are you here tomorrow? What time? They do it at one o'clock. Probably not. So, well, then there you go. So <laughs> that's your own damn fault. I like how he's like. Oh no. <laughs> I'm. St- I still get to be upset. So. <laughs> How do you have any right to be upset if you're not here? No, just the way he said oh, it. He was I'm like, what time are they at? You go, uh, I go, one o'clock? Ah, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I have no intention of trying to make an effort to come for that. It's all right. They're cool. Talk to Brendan. Whatever. Dude. See, I, this is going to be bad. I have a bad feeling about this. We'll see. I'll, I'll be here to help him out. Which is basically he'll do the interview. I was going to say, yeah. So. <laughs> he'll do the interview. So, 311. Yeah, right. Where have you been? Five. How you doing? So four four two two was taken. (laughs) (laughs) So is nine one one has since you were in the year of the numbers it was one twelve. Boys two men. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, two so two men. What do you think of two chains? Oh no, three men and a baby. Three men and a baby. Yeah, Uh, all two and a half men. Yeah, just name movies. (laughs) My two dads. Keep naming off numbers. Uh, Naked Gun, uh, yeah. the one and a half. Uh, what do you think yeah, of Building 19? Third, right? Building 19.5. They all have different Every store points. had a different demo. De- de- yeah, yeah different so what do you think of that? They'd be like, who the hell are we? You know, <laughs> Although Building 19 doesn't exist anymore. 311 is 311. Go. 
I had an expired coupon and they wouldn't take it. Do you think they should have taken it? It was like a week. <laughs> this was two years ago, though. Keep that, it's a Circuit City. Keep that in mind. Just some non sequitur stuff. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine that's all you lob out to them? I, my, my wife has been talking about getting a juicer. Can you recommend? Oh, really? They're like, a wait, good what are we doing? Do you have a Do you have a juicer? I was looking at the Sh- Doctor Scholl's inserts. <laughs> what in do you that... think of Whirlpool dryers? Yeah, just. Just Remember that off. show, Guts? <laughs> <laughs> and I played back the last 20 minutes of what you just did. Yeah, yeah, you just play, yeah, you totally just put them on hold. So, so if you like Guts, listen to this. Dude, how about this? You just go, so, um, yeah, we were going to interview Eve 6, but they didn't do it. So what do you think about Eve 6? Are you an Eve 6 fan? Just name other bands uh, we were, from We them. were hoping to interview Eve 6, that they bailed, so we got you. Uh... <laughs> And honestly, I only came up with these six questions. So, um, when you wrote on the roof again, <laughs> that was that's not our song. We didn't write that one. No, no, that's that, if you missed what we said. If you before, could just we only answer had Eve six questions, so. and if you know the real answers, that we're, would we're, be we're not Eve six. That's not. No, our... but could you answer as Eve six? We don't want you to be you. Answer as okay. So we're doing an interview with Three Eleven as Eve Six. I'm <laughs> um, just Three Eleven channeling Eve Six. Yes, exactly. Channeling Eve Six, dude. That would actually. What be do you hilarious. think of Eve Six? <laughs> yeah, no. Or uh, yeah. Um, do you like Breaking Benjamins? Yeah, we're, we're gonna play them for the last for the next half an hour. Yeah, name. We just they get on the phone. Hi, it's uh, Eve Six. Hey, that's great. Um, can you give us a song to play into break? <laughs> just. <laughs> Can you play the song? Just you play it right now. So, Just keep screwing up the name of the band and the songs that they have. Yep, exactly. So we have five on. Um, three, is it? Are we doing addition? Three plus one plus one? We have March 11th on. <laughs> <laughs> that song, Amber, you wrote that about <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen, Saved by the Bell, right? Dude. Oh, that shit's <sighs> hilarious. That was, dude. Is this where time? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even mean to. I just, I'm just thinking about. It. You just come on. You go, hey, Marshall. <laughs> they're, just, they're really confused. <laughs> they're like, what about March 11th? They're really upset. <laughs> it turns into like a Abbott and Costello routine. They're like, what? What about a, exactly? <laughs> what do you mean March 11th? That's what I was told. Oh, dude. I'm sorry. No, I, you said March 11th. I know uh, you're here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's June. So you're you're coming in June. No, we're here now. Yeah, we're on with you now. I know. Then what so... happened in March? <laughs> then what's March 11th? I don't know, man. You said it. Dude, that would that'd be great. That'd that's be a, hilarious. That's why awesome. I'm saying it. Like that's, I didn't All right, so swear. we just had collective soul on. <laughs> I, I just completely forget. <laughs> so so Eve uh, 6 was in town the other day. Did you catch their show? Yeah, yeah. Did you talk to them? Cause Let we me were tell hoping. you about this awesome show I saw last night. We should just go... Hey, so uh, it's great that you guys are on, but we were wondering, do you happen to have Offspring's manager's number? Yeah, right. <laughs> Can you get us? Yeah. Can you get us? Forget your songs. We don't want to talk about you. Can you just get us the contact? We would like the number for your opening act. We couldn't get a hold of them. Yeah, They're right. harder to get a hold of than you. They're really so. popular. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> They're really popular. They're, how, how popular are you exactly? They're an awesome band from the 90s. I don't know if you heard of them. I know, right? Or uh, they come on the phone, we just go... So uh, on the phone with us is three eleven. Really, three <laughs> eleven. We're really doing this. Is a thing. We're actually doing. You guys there? You're breathing. 
Are you guys still are a you, band? Wait, three? Are you sure? Yeah. Are you, <laughs> are you positive? I know you guys did music in the past. There's actually another band called March 11th. What are you doing yeah. now? That's gonna be my band, March yeah, 11th. Dude, yeah, dude, that is that, yeah. that would actually be really hilarious. They, they got screwed, then the name got screwed up somehow. Yeah, dude, that March would actually 11th. be hilarious. They'd be so pissed. Somebody put a slash in, or somebody forgot to put one in. If you if you weren't a fan of the band. When you were here, I would say do it until you, they hung up. <laughs> like, do it, do it just until somebody, do it until they hung up. Till they caught on. They're just like, wait a second, <laughs> guys, that's us. That's our band. Our band. I think I'm know, crying a little. Remember that March. song one week from Bare Naked Ladies? That was a great song. Yeah, uh, but we're uh, we're yeah, that was a good song. They're you guys, you guys know Bare Naked Ladies? Yeah. Can you get uh, me him? Can you get me Stephen LePage? Well, but we're Stephen doing Page. the interview with you, so why would we do that? Well, just because they're a better band. <laughs> <laughs> is that wrong to say? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. I thought we were pretty good. So hey, we're going to be interviewing three eleven. Can you stay on? <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, "Wait a second, what's happening?" Yeah, Am right. I in a Twilight Zone? No, dude. You just go. They, they come on the phone. You go, "Hey, three eleven, how's it going? Uh, we're good. All right, so we're on Crack dot com's list of terrible things three eleven <laughs> has done in the past." Just say, oh, their album, one, number one. Stay Top started. five things you should do in Boston this summer. Exactly. So, uh, so uh, sorry, I lost my notes. What is it you do? <laughs> You're who again? 311. The intern screwed no, up my notes. Who are you? 640. <laughs> you guys so. are uh, trying to get the 911 number changed. Is that you guys? Yeah, are you advocates for Is that for you? It? Is that you? Are you trying to start a new 420 day? Is, Is that, that the what's new, happening? Uh, 311? You know, rather than 911 because it's difficult. Is this the March of Isles? What's happening? Dude, ugh. Isn't three eleven an actual like number for like digging or something or isn't that the dig safe? Dig safe. Yeah. Are you guys the dig safe guys? <laughs> are you are you here to tell us that we can't dig outside our window? Like what is three? Did you want to name? You, did you want to be called four one one? And it was oh no, I'm sorry. Dig safe is eight one one. Three same uh, thing. Three eleven means eight eleven. So are you eight eleven? Are you nine eleven? Uh, three eleven. I think it's like the drug code in the town they're from. It's like Florida, I think. Um. I think it's. I think that's the. That's why they're called three eleven. I do actually want to talk to him. It's like the weed code. So I'll probably end up talking to him tomorrow. Right between between uh, Brendan's. But we, so, uh, we have what? to we have to call them at three eleven though. Here's the thing. Yeah, let's do that. Wait a second. So there's a. I'm on Urban Dictionary and three eleven has a lot of meanings. Yeah. I mean, there was a rumor like it meant KKK. Well, that's what I'm. I'm looking at. Yeah, because eleven is the K is the eleventh letter of the alphabet. That's that's yeah, it's silly conspiracy theory stuff. Well, yeah. this is a guy that is uh, he's he he writes his name as um, Ku Klux Klan racist white pride uh band Klansman. I wonder what he who, likes. No, who who are the positions in the KKK? I you bet that guy is real easy to shop for around Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> just here's a white hood. Buy a keychain for it. Um, no, aren't there like superior dragons or something? Oh like yeah, that? there's all kinds of funky names. Yeah, for these people like the positions in the KKK are weird. <laughs> dude, dude, the second. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm sorry. I can't even say this. Um, hold on. I'm going to send you. Are you already on Urban Dictionary or no? No. All right. I'm sending you this. Uh, read the second definition to yourself. That actually just made me go like, wow, somebody not a fan of them much. Mm. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, there may be a 311 interview on tomorrow. They're a great band that uh, we look forward to interviewing. Uh, well, Dimitri looks forward to interviewing. Not all of us. So... Did you see the second definition? Working on it. All right. When you see it, that is 
Because the first one is like the KKK thing. And the second one, they start off, they're just like, here's how I really feel about this band. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. And they're from Nebraska. I think that's what you should have taken away from it. Yeah, that's not right. Yeah, <laughs> you're pretty sure it's not right? That ain't right. That ain't right? Not even like a little bit? I wouldn't be shocked, though, if this is like somebody's, like, this is somebody from the band just messing around. Yeah, you know, they do that where they do the self-deprecation thing. It, that actually carries a long way with these type of bands. Um, somebody said uh, it means indecent exposure. Yeah, the, the that was the rumor for the long time that they're, uh, that the band's name came from some police code. I heard it was like the weed, like code for weed. It, it, but it, I thought it wasn't. Isn't 420? No, like the uh, the police code. Like, all right, we got a 311, which meant that, like, you know, they had drugs on them. You could oh. probably look this up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, nah, I'm not doing it. I'm don't going with care. mine. I'm smart. Yeah. Smart, smart, smart. <clears throat> but it. S M R T. S M A R T. I stole that from Homer Simpson. Uh, yeah. I, I, I miss old Simpsons. Anyways. I missed it when it was funny. When it was funny. Then now, it now it's just entertaining. You still watch it? Oh, yeah. I can't. I can't sit through. I can't sit through. I don't laugh anymore. Yeah, that's what it is. I don't laugh, but it's entertaining. It's, it's just like, oh, let me just background. watch these, pe- these colors going past my face. Um, that's what you say when you take drugs. And with that, only good drugs. Shout out to Somerville. Um, we are. <laughs> there you go. I will say that was one of the funniest. If we did like line of the day, that would be it. Boom shakalaka. No, 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 no. If if we did line of the day, it'd be him going. Um, I just want to point out that you're being honest because of the Somerville. Th- that was hilarious. Uh, just you know what I find really hard. Like what I what, it's really hard to. Go looking for his oxycotton, like just the way he said it was just. I just, hate having to go look for it. I hate having to go look. So and thank you, Somerville. Being searched for. <laughs> yes, yeah, Somerville, where all of your uh, terrible needs are met. Um, next week, it's Grizzly Adams, Grizzly, <coughs> and uh, we may have other people on as well. So we'll keep you guys updated throughout the week. We're gonna start doing giveaways again. Uh, we want to say shout out to Sylvania, um, for. Uh, Starting work with us, and we'll probably be running ads for them soon, which will be interesting to see how many people go, enough with the ads! But, oh well. Or we could do a really interesting live read. When you feel as though your genitalia needs lighting up, use Sylvania LED lights, no? And with that, we have completely lost the (laughs) Sylvania people. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh... I I still got two minutes to slap you, alright? I didn't say anything yet. I said something. I didn't say... I, I didn't say... Look, he got mad at me for the putting his foot down. Uh, the Russians got kicked out from the Olympics, Olympics. because they're always Russian. Um, That's worth a slap. Then there was another yeah. one that, oh, when he said, it was you said Felicia Day or whatever, and I said, bye, Felicia. Um, bye, Felicia. <laughs> I got two minutes to come in and there then, and slap you. But I had nothing else to go with. He gave me no other names, no other one-liners I could dredge up. So it is what it is. I survived the show. For We're now. all special. We are so special. Special. So special. Okay. And with that, I'm Jay. That is uh, uh John. <laughs> John. How is that funny? Because he was just like I think oh right, we're signing off. He was like, ah, he's gonna be on after us. Give like him about ten, 10 minutes, minutes <laughs> to warm up and it'll be see on you the shortly. edge with him. Uh, and then in the booth. Dimitri. And we are the That Gagoda. was sad. Yeah, that was sad. But we are the Gagoda Radio Show. Hello. 
and we will be back next week.